Hi, I'm Carrie Hines. Welcome to our Hair Radio podcast series that features special interviews and segments from the Hair Radio Morning Show, Salon TV Network, along with original exclusive content right here and across 10 other top podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Contact us about advertising your products or services or being interviewed at 347-587-3213 or visit us on the internet at hairradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy your Hair Radio podcast presentation. Again, I'm Carrie Hines. Thank you. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, I have a very, very special guest with us today. She actually is a a hairstylist, and I should say a superstar celebrity hairstylist and author. It is the Hair Radio Morning Show's great honor to welcome Miss Kim Berry. Good morning, Kim. Good morning to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It is truly a great special honor for us. Let's just start and jump right on in. We need to tell everybody what makes you a celebrity superstar stylist. Uh, And uh, one of your most notable, notable clients, of course, the one and only Prince. Um, Let's start there, Kim. First, tell us a little bit about yourself first. Um, Now, you're based out uh, where? Where are you based? Los Angeles, California, born and raised. Oh, really? You were actually born in, I don't know anybody who was actually born in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. <laughs> my mother oh. and father are from the country, North Carolina and Tennessee, so everybody <laughs> thinks I'm from the country because I got their ways, but I'm born and raised in Cali. Well, listen, we have a lot in common because uh, yes. same thing here. My parents are from North Carolina, and yes. I lived out in Los Angeles, but uh, you were actually born there, so that is amazing. I love that. So now tell everybody, you are a celebrity stylist. I call you a celebrity stylist. Sometimes folks, uh, some of the hairstylists don't want to be known as a a celebrity stylist. They don't want to be referred to that way. Does it bother you when someone says uh, celebrity stylist? No, I actually like it. I'm sorry. I was like, you know, you worked in the industry uh, long enough. You, you, you owe your dues. I, I appreciate the tag. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, you definitely fit the bill. So, um, okay. I want to. Yes. Well, absolutely. First of all, you have uh, notably one of the most famous uh, clients in the world. There okay. is very, very few folks other than. Um, the late prince who would uh, be on par if there was uh, such. So um, let's turn to that. Let's go back a little bit, Kim. Now, I also want to tell everybody, first of all, um, one of the reasons you have been out, you've talked a little bit, I saw some things online, you have authored a book that kind of chronicles a lot of this, I'm sure. Uh, yes. which I'm very proud about. And that book is called Diamonds and Curls with a Z. I love that on the end there. Yes. Uh, yes, and about your life working with Prince. So uh, let's start at the beginning. I know you've been asked a lot of these questions I've seen, but um, I think it's a remarkable story, and I'm very excited to have you on board. So let's start at the beginning. How did this all come about? Are you what I did uncover um, which I thought was a hilarious story. I did catch part of it, um, where there, the prince's um, uh, former stylist before you uh, pretty much quit the job, quit on the job, so to speak. Yeah. And yeah. can you uh, do you remember that story? Can you please tell our? I think it's hilarious uh, how yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, just the thought of it uh, cracks me. Yes, please share that story, Kim. Yes, I had been actually dating um, Prince's bodyguard, and um, I just kept asking him, you know, get me a job, get me a job. Well, now, that wasn't Big Coco, was it? Yes, it was Big Coco. Okay. 
And so I have been my um, research. (laughs) Yes, I have been dating him uh, for a while. And so um, finally, he started taking me around to the camp and I would hang around, you know, at the video shoots and photo shoots and things. So Prince is very astute and always watching the area. So he knows when there's someone new in the area. So he's always watching you. So um, I have been like, I'd go whenever I go to the, uh, the sets, I would always go to wherever the hairstylist and the makeup artist was. So finally I met Tanya, who was his stylist at the time, and so we just clicked, and, you know, you just meet genuine people and you become friends. And so uh, she and I were hanging out, and she was just complaining one day, and she was like, you know what, I'm tired of doing this. I want to go home. I don't want to live out of a suitcase. And I was like, girl, you got the best job in the world. She's like, it's not what you think. And I said, Lord have mercy. I said, once I – it's funny how you covet someone else's life, but you don't know what they go through in the in the course of a day. And so she she was like, um, it's not what you think, Kim. And I said, I think you work for the biggest entertainer in the world. And she was like, Kim, it's not what you think. And um, sure enough, my mother used to tell, tell us all the time, you know, be careful. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And uh, she went into, uh, we were on a video set. I forgot what sh- uh, set it was that he was shooting that day, but um she went into the room with Prince, and he snatched a comb out of her hand. And mm. she said, you know what? She said, my lips are chapped from kissing your little black ass. I'm out of here. <laughs> and she literally, uh, after the video set, she packed her stuff up, and she left. And I said, when you call it a holy hookup, that I was standing there and uh, got this introduction. I had been hanging out with her. I had formed a friendship. And so the people in the camp knew who I was, you know. And it was just interesting that um, – what God has for you is for you, and not even the gates of hell going to keep you from it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, see, she quit, and I literally, I call it the holy hookup that I was standing there. Um, they were going to Germany the next day, and so they left to go to Germany. He said, tell Tanya to get the salon ready, they, and all the team was like, no, Tanya quit. Because, you know, Prince is used to being Prince, so he talks crazy to you, and the next day, of course, he knows you're going to be there. No, right. this day, Tanya packed her stuff and left. And so he said, so what do you mean? Um, I, I'm going to Germany without a hairstylist and they were like uh yeah they didn't know what to tell him and so he was baffled so they had to hire somebody when they got there uh he hated the person uh he wound up doing his own hair for the show that night and so uh they come back to Los Angeles and Coco said get your stuff ready he said uh meet me at at this club in Beverly Hills and um he said bring your portfolio I got my portfolio and one thing uh my parents used to always instill in me, you know, if you stay ready, like uh, the rappers say, you ain't got to get ready. So I had been doing photo shoots. I had been stacking pictures. I had my book ready, Um, went to the club. Um, They had already made preparations for me to get in. Um, And God was just awesome. It was just a move of God. So we laid the book on the table. I approached him. He looked at me like, how did you get to my table? And I was like, my name is Kim Berry. I know you don't have a hairstylist. I said, and I'd love to, you know, do your hair. And so, he looked at me, he opened the book, and he said, so you do hair, you know, it is, you know, snide remark way. And I said, yeah. He said, you got a salon? I said, yeah. He said, go hook it up. And so I already knew I had been watching her, following everything she was doing. And, and I, know, I noticed on her table, she had this hairspray, I went and bought it. If she had this gel, I went and bought it. So I was duplicating her table, never thinking that I would ever get the opportunity to do prints. But I said, if she's using it, I'm going to use it because she's a celebrity stylist. And so... Um, my dad used to tell me growing up, preparation, success is when preparation meets opportunity. opportunity when the right. when the opportunity presents itself, will you be prepared? And literally, the opportunity presented itself. I went to the salon. I blacked out the windows. I knew how to do that. Um, I got the salon ready. And about an hour later, I get a phone call, and he said, Kim, this is Prince. And I said, oh, my God. And so he says, um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. I said, oh, okay, well, no problem. I said, next time, you know, you in Los Angeles, just know you got a hairstylist. He said, well, do you travel? Now, mind you, I'm 19, 20 years old. I ain't never left Inglewood, let alone California. <laughs> and so I said, yes. And yes just popped out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I just say? He said, okay, great. He said, we're sending a car to come pick you up. He said, meet us at the airport. I said, I'm sorry, what? He said, is there a problem? I said, uh, no. He said, <laughs> I said, oh, my God, in my mind, I'm freaking out. And so I was like, meet him at the airport. I was like, wait a minute, what's happening? But that's just how Prince does. He, he get down. Everybody that you know that um, has worked for him has the same remarkable story. Like, it's on the spot. You're getting hired. And wow. so um, 
literally, um, I called my mother. I hung up the phone, and I called my mother. I was like, oh, my God, I just talked to Prince. She said, stop lying. I said, no, no, no. I just talked to Prince. I said, he said that they're sitting in the car. I said, I don't have no clothes. I don't have no. She said, you better get to that airport. She said, um, take your curling irons and your hairspray, and you get to that airport. And she said, I'm going to send you some money in the morning. You go to Target, buy you some clothes, and you keep on moving. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I literally took the coat on my back and my curling irons and, and jumped in. They sent they sent the limousine. I went to LAX. Him and his brother was on the plane. I walked past them, sat down on the plane, flight booked, everything. When First you say time on the plane, no, was this a commercial plane? No, commercial or? airline, yes. Okay. So he, for most most part, he, he did commercial. Um, and I just couldn't believe it was happening. I was like, oh, my God, there's Prince. And went and got on the, uh, sat down on the plane and First time I got off the plane, I saw snow. I was like, "Oh my God, it's That's Christmas Eve." Like you're from Eve. California. That's yes. Right. So seasons were was the first time I, I met seasons was traveling with Prince, and so um, saw snow. I got to the oh, the gates opened to Paisley Park, and I was like, "Oh my God, it does exist." Um, wow. They walk me. They walk me through the back door. I go upstairs to the hair salon in the back room. Um, and it was just amazing. I'm like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is happening. So his brother walks in. His brother said, okay, you're going to do me first. And I said, okay, great. So I'm, I'm trained for this. So my uh, beauty school teacher would hand me six or seven towels at a time, train me on speed, so you know. train me on ability. And he said, look, he said, quality and then quantity, never sacrificing one for the other. He said, mm-hmm. Uh, your first head needs to look as good as your last head. So I said, okay, got it. I've already been trained. Got it. I've already been putting it in my path and getting me ready for the opportunities such as this. And I did his brother hair and four women that were there hanging out with them that night, and one behind the other, bam, knocking them down, knocking down heads. So I was, his brother said, okay, well, um, he'll be in in a few minutes. I said, okay, one hour goes by. Two hours go by. I'm sitting there. I'm looking around. Now, I'm in Paisley Park. You can see the purple rain jacket in the corner, a raspberry beret outfit. There's jewelry laying around. I sat there with my hands in my lap, and I said, Mama used to say, uh, if you go in somebody else's house, you don't touch nothing that don't belong to you. I sat right there for two and a half hours with my hands in my lap. I said, okay, I don't know what's going on, but if they don't know that I know that it's a camera watching me, I exactly. said, okay. So finally, his, yeah, finally his brother. Well, you were very smart for 19, though. You're oh, very yeah, absolutely. smart. That was very Absolutely, wise. yeah. Yeah, mama, mama didn't play that. Mama played very well. Absolutely. So I sat there, and his brother stuck his head in the door and said, you didn't steal nothing, did you? I said, excuse oh, me, no. first of all. I said, Mom, I knew this was a test. I said, my mom ain't raised no fools. I said, second of all, quit playing with me. I got to go to the bathroom. He said, you could have went to the bathroom. He was, and so he's laughing at me. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, no, I ain't moving through this man's house. This is his house. And, and so I'm he said, same way. That's yeah, right. and, and so I stayed right there. And so he said, okay, okay, for real. So I got settled, and he said, okay, for real. He coming in in a few minutes. I said, don't you leave me sitting here. Now, mind you, Paisley Park is a self-contained, they call it a creative battleship. And so inside Paisley Park, there's kitchens, so they they can make their own food. There's, there's studios. There's a hair salon. There's a dance studio, there's a disco, there's a performance area that like this place is massive. And when there are elevators open, inside there. We saw a little oh, bit yeah. of it. There are elevators inside there. It's a it's absolutely a completely it's it's a complete compound. It is compound, amazing. Even yes. now when Oprah Winfrey came, Oprah Winfrey was like, I thought Harpo Studios was huge. She said, My studio will fit inside of here. She said, This is massive. So if you would have pressed Oprah Winfrey, you know you're doing something. You're doing, okay. You got that right. <laughs> And yes. I've only and known so, one or two to do that. <laughs> so you're right. Absolutely, yes. And wow. so um, finally Prince stuck his head in the door, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so little. Like, it didn't matter. Like, when you see Prince on stage, he's larger than life. He is this huge right. entity. But when you see him in person, he's a small stature man. He's That's very right. quiet. He's very humble. He's very meek. And, and and he used to ask me all the time, you know, I got like 10 personalities. I was like, yeah, I met all of them. So it's a different <laughs> prince in every element of the, of the, but he stuck his head in the door. He said, um, uh, yeah, I love your work. He said, but, um, you can't, he said, you can't have those nails in my head. He said, I'm tender headed. I said, okay, click, 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 click. I just started breaking off all 10 nails right there in front of it. He started laughing. He said, oh my God. He said, you are so funny. He said, okay, yeah, you're going to work. He said, go back to the hotel. We're going to Miami in the morning. I said, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I said, you're not getting your hair done? He said, no, I'm good. Don't worry about it. It's too late. He said, well, I'll see you in, in Miami. I'll see you at the airport. 
I was like, oh, my God. So I'm packing up my stuff, and I'm just like, so did I just get hired? What just happened? I was like, oh, my God. So we get to Miami. We stay there for a few days. He says, him, order whatever you want. He said, just hang out. I'll let you know when I'm ready to get my hair done. I said, okay. Uh, but a few days later, he called me. He said, we're going to Chicago in the morning. I said, you're not getting your hair done? He said, don't worry about me. I'm good. I said, okay. So I called my mother. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm moving from city to city. My mom said, just keep going, keep going. She had sent me some money. I went to Target before we got on the airplane. I bought me some clothes. I said, oh, my God. I was like, what is happening? I was asking my mother. I said, what, who lives like this? My mother said, you do. And that's wow. when my reality and I was like, I'm a celebrity hairstylist. Like, I'm rolling with Prince. So Prince rolls with his bodyguard, his hairstylist, and sometimes that's just it, his bodyguard and his hairstylist. But we were going from city to city. They were partying. They were doing their thing. And every night he called me, Kim, you good? Okay, just just get what you want. Just let, you know, I'll see you in the next city. Finally, we get to New York. And uh, I had been with him like two weeks that by then. He still didn't get his hair done. He said, Kim, get the salon ready. I said, okay, here we go. So I get the salon. I find the salon. I got a private room. I'm, I'm, I set everything up. I got everything laid out exactly how he's used to seeing it. So and, and knowing that he's a creature of habit, I had studied Tanya's habits. Yeah. And so I got uh, ready. He walked in. We had a consultation. He said, okay, I want color. I want a perm. He said, uh, you know, I need a cut. And um he said, so, you know, let's do it. Now, before we get to him, his brothers tell me on the way to the salon, don't touch his ears, don't look him in the face, don't do this, don't spill water on him. Don't." Do I said, wait a minute, now, y'all making me nervous. I said, I do this for a living, don't you, don't you mess me up. And he said, no. Nah. He said, and then what was funny was everything they told me don't do, I did. I said, but Prince <laughs> took it all in stride. And when I tell you that uh, – I hooked that hair up. I said, Kim, breathe. I said, you got this. Relax. He ain't no different than nobody He's else. Person. I said, exactly. yeah, I said, you, you do this. I spilled water down his face while he was in the shampoo bowl. He said, okay, okay, lady, wait a minute. It's so like you're trying to drown me. I was like, oh, look at that. I'm so sorry. I touched you up. Got it, I got it back together. We finished that hair. He looked in the mirror, did his little left, right look. He spun around on them heels. He was like, okay. He said, see you later. He said, your limo's <laughs> waiting for you outside. And he spun around on them heels and disappeared into a, a puff of purple smoke. And I was like, I looked out the window. The limo driver was waving at me. He said, I was like, okay, Kim, yeah, you a celebrity hairstylist. I said, wow. And literally, I've been rolling with him for 29 years after that. It was the most amazing journey I had ever experienced, you know, and and I I take nothing for granted. I thank God that he could have chose anyone else, and he did. There were other hairstylists that came in and out throughout my career, but Kim always got the call to come back. Wow. And it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I can speak to one thing only with regards to ever seeing Prince. Uh, I saw him one time live. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I ran into him in Los Angeles. I remember this. It was the early 90s. And one, yes. myself and one of our, my colleagues and uh, at the time, we were in the airline business, of course. Uh, and I remember flying out to Los Angeles. And we showed up at this club. It was all the rage back in the early 90s. Called It was on Sunset called Roxbury. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and Prince uh, was there. We were on a second floor. And, and they let us into Roxbury. Now, this Roxbury club, they had, when I tell you they had all these fancy cars pulling up. Absolutely. Uh, and I do mean fancy. It was right there yeah. off that little turn off Sunset. It was on Sunset, if I recall. Yep. And I remember all these fancy cars. Now, my friend Richard and I, we showed up. Do you remember the station wagons that had the little panel on the side? Yes, <laughs> you may absolutely. not go back that far. <laughs> but they had station wagons with the panel on the side. Now, we showed up at the Roxbury and with, in, you know, getting out of a station wagon with the panel on the side. Right. And okay. we go up to the door, and the gentleman says, you know, let's." He, he looks at our ID. He sees we're from New York. He knows that we are definitely not the typical caliber that's coming into the club. Well, I didn't, we didn't know this. I don't even remember yeah. how we ended up there, but we didn't know it at the time. So we go in, and we heard that Madonna's dancers were there, and they had all these people. I didn't, we didn't hear that Prince was there, but yeah. uh, they had all these other celebrities who were there. And we ended up on, they had a balcony on the second floor, and we, who do we see but Prince. We're seated on the second floor. Prince literally walks by with, we assumed, his bodyguard. 
yeah. it was he and one fellow. That was it. So I mm-hmm. kind of fits in with what everything that you said. And yeah. he just walks by us, but the bodyguard gives us a look like, don't approach him, don't ask. So we did. Right. And he walked by. He wasn't much taller than us sitting down yeah. <laughs> as he walked by, and I'm not exaggerating. And that was the only time that we ever had any, that I've ever had any run-in, if you want to call it a run-in, but he walked right by me. So I never forgot that. Now, I have to say, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the All New Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, my very special guest with us today, her name is Kim Berry, and she is what I, by all accounts, to be a celebrity superstar hairstylist. And she is also an author. And her book, so super popular out there, called Diamonds and Curls. And that's with a Z. And this is about her life story with uh, none other than Prince, um, the superstar. So I have to say, Kim, let's pick up with that. Or even go back a little bit. Now, what? where did all of this come from? I know that you were in, uh, you had gone to beauty school and all that. But what about before that? What inspired you out in the California and the L.A. area? to uh to get into uh hair care and all of that. What what was that inspiration and then we'll move to the book. What's uh where did what's, that come from? what's what's really hilarious is I had no no inclination, never thought about being a hairstylist. Really? Uh, I was going yeah, I was going to school, I was gonna be a doctor and I was going to, you know, whatever, you know, life was going to take me. I had graduated early from high school, uh, top ten percent of my class. Wow. So I told mom, I said, I did everything you told me to do. I said, I'm taking a year off. She said, a year off? I said, yeah. I said, I'm not going to college right away. I'm just going to chill out. I said, and, 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 you know, just find myself. I said, I didn't, you know, have no babies. I brought you a diploma. I did everything you told me to do. I said, now I'm just going to chill. She said, okay, great. So about two or three months into that, she said, what you getting ready to do? I said, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? I said, I'm taking a year off, I'm just going to chill. And she said, no, ma'am. She said, ain't but one queen in this house. She said, so you going to get up, you going to get a job, you going to school, or you going to get the hell out of my house. Oh. I said, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm the baby. I done did everything. Um, I did everything you told me to do. I said, I can't chill. I said, the boys is chilling. Why I can't chill? She said, Kim, did you hear what I said? So I got mad with walking up the street down to Crenshaw Boulevard in L.A., yeah and walked up into Pacific Beauty College. So I just walked in. I said, let me go see what they're they talking about in here. And walked in Pacific Beauty College, sat down at the table with Mr. Cedric Goins, the owner of the school. He told me everything about his beauty college and what it entailed. And I was like, well, forget it. I'm going to just do this for the meantime just to get her off my back. So before I knew it, Mr. Goins had me signing on the dotted line. He said, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. I said, wait, tomorrow? School start tomorrow? He said, yes. He said, I'll see you tomorrow. He said, make sure your lab coat is, is bright and white. Make sure your shoes is clean because I will lock you outside. I said, I'm sorry. What wow. did I just sign up for? So sure enough, got, got my, my, my things ready for school. I came home, brought the paperwork, showed it to my mother. I said, well, I hope you happy. I go to beauty school now. She said, I hope you happy. And went in her room and closed the door. I said, oh, my God. I said, this lady here. I said, what, I just, what did I do? So sure enough, went to beauty school. Every day there was a teacher there, Miss Cooper. She used to ask me every day, what are you doing here, Barry? I said, I'm here because my mother making me come here. She said, oh, really? She said, oh, well, you know by the end of these 12 months, I'm going to turn you into a hairstylist. I said, you're not going to turn me into nothing. I'm just here because I, I got I to be here so my mother stay off my back. She said, yeah, okay. So sure enough, about six months into the, the course, Mind you, this is a 12-month course that I finished in nine months because I was so mad. I just I did not miss a day. I went every day. I wanted to get this over with. I, I was mad. I joined in the middle of the summer. My friends are like, Kim, come on. We're going to the beach. We're going to Disneyland. We got said, no, I got to go to school. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm going to knock this out. In the course of being in beauty school, I met a young sister named Pat who had been there for almost four years. I said, you know, that's not real college, right? You know we're supposed to get out of here in this year. So I knew that I wasn't going to prolong this no longer. Longer than I had to. So um, sure enough, um, six months into the course, they did a, a statewide competition. 200 kids came out from all over um, California. Um, you had to bring a model. We didn't know that it was a head-to-toe competition. I just happened to tell one of my homegirls, can I use you as a model? She was like, yeah. So um, 
uh, I said, okay, I knew she had been, she was the only child, spoiled rotten. I said, okay, bring your stuff. So her mother had bought her like six or seven prom dresses. She came dressed to the nines. When I tell you beautiful gown, gloves, diamonds, the whole nine. So, I, of course, uh, for the getting her ready for the hair show, I was like, uh, do you mind if I cut your hair? She was like, yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want to do. I turned my sister's hair orange. I turned it pink. I said, oh, my God. I kept going back to Miss Cooper, like, can you help me? She said, no, go to your textbook. Now, mind you, she helping everybody in the school. I said, oh, my God. I was like, you helping this person? You helping that person? She said, go back to your textbook. I was like, what in the world? So I said, okay. Uh, finally figured out her hair color, got her color corrected, got her straight. We go to the competition. Like I said, my girl showed up, head to toe, beautiful gown, hair, butter was whipped. So we get to the competition. It's a two-day competition. Out of 200 kids, I placed top 10. So out of the top 10, the top 10 come back the next day. And out of, she showed up again, bam, banging hair, bam, banging dress, outfit, outstanding. We get to the competition um, out of top 10, Kim Berry takes first place. When Get they hand me the here. trophy, absolutely. When they hand me the trophy and the check, uh, Miss Cooper walks over to me and she said, no help from her, mind you. She was watching from a distance, though. She said, she said, didn't I tell you I was going to turn you into a hairstylist? I said, oh, my God. I said, so I didn't know I was getting Mr. Miyagi's wax on, wax on, wax on. I said, I so it, it was so intricate of how all of these people played a part in my journey to get me to the finish line. Like I said, Mr. Goins, the owner of the school, built my speed up. Miss Cooper made sure that my technique was on point because everything was by the book. She took me out of class early one Easter and made me uh, go on the floor. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, I don't have no business on the floor. I just started in beauty school. She said, you got this, Kim. I, I, I'm doing this lady's hair. Did a pocket curl, burned this lady's hair. She walked up to me. She said, Kim, she said, did you burn this lady's hair? I said, absolutely not. She walked through this lady's head and found the exact spot. I had took the curl, put it in my pocket. They call it a pocket curl. Put the curl in my pocket. I was like, she said, now the next time, she said, first of all, these people know that you're in beauty school. Now the next time I asked you, did you make a mistake, just say yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. I'm going to leave the floor. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to shrink up. She said, these people know that you're in beauty school, so it's okay. They're, they're willing to take the risk because they know that, you know, you're learning. I was like, wow, who knew? I said, I was so embarrassed. She was like, now finish this lady's hair and let's keep on going. And so they gave the lady a little gift certificate to come back and get her hair done again and, you know, for free and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God. I said, didn't even know that all of this was building me up, building my character to get me ready for, for the real test that I was about to, you know, the journey that I was about to partake in. So it was it, everybody, everybody along your path, you have to know that it's some form of an angel, some form of a teacher. So it was just an incredible journey getting to this point because I never thought about doing hair, didn't want to be a hairstylist, knocked that 12-month course out in nine months when I graduated and still 30 years later went back to the beauty school. Mr. Goins said, I always talk about you. I tell all my students about Kim Berry, that Kim Berry is a celebrity hairstylist. Matter of fact, our school is one of the highest ones that has most of the celebrity hairstylists, Candida Farmer, um, I mean, Candida uh, is a celebrity hairstylist. Everyone knows her in California. Pam Farmer, celebrity makeup artist. Uh, Kim Liu is another celebrity makeup artist uh, who graduated from our school. So we produce some of the biggest. Apparently. Uh, yes, uh, makeup and hair uh, artists that work in the industry to this date in California. Like, it, it was just amazing how they all led a part in my journey. And, um, it's just amazing. When I look back on it, I just I thank God. I, I don't take nothing for granted, and I bless God for every part of my journey. Absolutely. I love everything that you have said. Uh, and I have to tell you, I got to go back to one part, which just cracks me up. I can't wait to, uh, you know, just to remind everybody better. But it was, it reminds me so much. I love your journey, and we have so much in common. But I think this is every black mama who says, yeah. uh, you can't, because I swear to you, it's the same story. I had grown up thinking that I'm going to just lay in the house when I graduated high school and thinking I'm just going to sit around the house, you know, and I don't have to go to school now, so great. Right. And my mama, she told me the eggs, you're going to get a job or go to school or get out, right. literally That's in right. that order. 
And so that's when you right. I said, Oh my God, you brought back memory. So I'm sure that's every black mama in yes. America. We don't play that stuff. We no, really mama don't. don't play that. Not mama at all. Yes. And especially from North Carolina. Anybody from North right. Carolina ain't nobody playing that kind of thing. Now let that's me right. tell you <laughs> I love this. I love the story. You are just amazing. If you're just tuning in I better bring everybody up to speed. Uh, You're listening to the All No Hair Radio Morning Show. This is a very, very special interview this morning with none other than the, I'm calling you the superstar celebrity hairstylist, Ms. Kim Berry. Uh, Again, we're welcoming you to the show. She's also the author of Diamonds and Curls, and uh, that's Curls with a Z. Uh, So when you guys are out there Googling it or going on to Amazon or picking up the book, uh, definitely um, you want to search it correctly. So tell us about this amazing book. Now, I've seen some of the things online. Tell us about Diamonds and Curls. Yes, Diamonds and Curls is my memoirs, 29 years rolling with rock royalty. That's my book. Um, uh, working for one of the most iconic stars in the world, like, you know, I tell everybody this little girl from the hood did good, you know. Um, it was just amazing. Uh, of how basically our lives were so intertwined, he and I together. We literally grew up together. And and because most marriages, like I said, I outdid both of his marriages. He was only married for four years apiece. And I, I outlived his his. His his lawyers, his doctors, his his wives. You know, I was there when his mother died, when his father died, when his baby died. I was there for some of the most intricate highs and some of the the worst lows of his life. And God chose me to walk alongside this man. You know, so I'm telling intimate stories of, of literally how I, you know, was You're there. Right. Um, some of the stories were just um, it was just he and I, like you know, and. Um, how we laughed together, how we prayed together, how we bagged on each other's mamas together. Like, it was just the most incredible journey. So I'm not telling the stories about, you know, book sales and, you know, concerts and all that. There's enough of those books out there. I'm telling the more intimate side. Nothing scandalous, nothing salacious. Um, just literally our everyday life of how I walked alongside, you know, one of the 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 most, like I said, uh biggest names of our, our time that he literally created the soundtrack to our lives, you know, and um, I'm telling the intimate stories, the part that people would never get a glimpse of unless, you know, I, I pulled the curtain back. I, one of my hashtags is behind the purple curtain and, and, and showing people what life was like on an everyday journey with this man. Now, did I uncover somewhere that uh, you were not necessarily – a Prince fan at first, uh, you know, before you started working with him in that way. You were aware of him and his music, but you weren't necessarily like the number one fan. So nope. how did that happen or how did it come about? Um, and did that change along the way? Um, well, hanging around him, you have to become a fan. He teaches <laughs> you what real music is. Yes. Um I had knew his popular things, Little Red Corvette, uh, Kiss. I remember watching Kiss on a video, just watching it, and I was you just knew staring. You the 80s. Yes. So yeah. I, knew, I knew of him, but I, like I said, never thought that I would wind up working with him. Um, I wasn't a fan, and, and so I think that's another reason what kept me around so long, because I wasn't so geeked out and tripping off of him when I got around him. Oh. It was a job for me to do. I, I showed up, like one of the fans said on my page yesterday, um, uh, I, I would have just kissed him, it, you know, and I said, and you would have just been fired. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? So it, 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 I didn't fan out over him. I wasn't geeked out. I did. I showed up every day. I did what I was supposed to do. I tell people all throughout the book that I served him as if he was God himself, you know, because everything that I do, my mother had already instilled in me, you do it with excellence, you know, and whether it be the trash man or the biggest man on, on the totem pole, you serve everybody with respect and um, um, you do it with excellence, and 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 so it was. It was nothing for me to show up every day. Like it, it was a blur. It went by in a blur um, because 
It was just what I did every day. I served this man. I was with him sometimes six months out of the year, gone away from my family. I missed holidays. I missed, you know, big things. Uh, even, you know, I, I was telling some people my daughter's first steps. Once my daughter was born, I missed my daughter's first steps being on the road with Prince. I came home off the road. My mother said, I have a surprise for you. And my daughter came walking across the floor. I was like, no, like I wow. missed my daughter's first steps. You know, so you miss some big things in life at home. But but, you know, family was able to enjoy some beautiful things. They were able to travel the world with me sometime, my mom and my daughter. And, and and you know, uh, but they had some beautiful Christmas and holidays because of Prince, you know. So, I, oh, like sure. I said, so it, it was awesome. The exchange was well worth it, you know, the exchange. So a lot of my friends were like, oh, if I were you, I wouldn't take because Prince talked crazy to you and expect you to be there in the morning. I wouldn't take this off of him. And, you know, I wouldn't let him say that to me. I said, okay, let me see now. You at home on your mom couch and I'm in Switzerland in one of the most beautiful <laughs> hotels in the world. So don't tell me what you won't take off somebody because I said you'll do what you got to do to get the job done. So those all those stories will be. So right now, Volume 1 is out now, and I'm actually going to re-release Volume 1 April 22nd of next year. Um, so um, I'm awesome. looking I'm, – yeah, I'm looking forward to adding some new stories to the book, and um, by, and then it's, uh, what I'm doing is ten year chronicles at a time. So I'm doing uh, you know, volume two and volume three. So the fans have for, uh, looks looking forward. So they they're already chomping at the bit and asking when's the next book coming out? Because I ended every book on a cliffhanger. So each one will end. So you know, back in the day when we had Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boy mysteries, yeah, the the yeah. book will be like that. And so each book will end on a cliffhanger, leading you to the next book. And I love so. It. It's going, instead of doing, you know, this big, thick Bible-type book, it's like putting 30 years in one book. I didn't want to do that to the fans. I didn't want to bore them. So there's pictures in the book, behind-the-scenes pictures. Um, there's, like I said, stories. There's also, uh, every, they always ask me, like, well, what products did you use on Prince's hair? And what, um, <laughs> what type of makeup did he use? And what type of soap? So I have what's called the endorphin. What Prince had a song called the endorphin machine. And so in each part of the book, there's a small section, and there's cards cartoons um, that are drawn by uh, Mr. Gary, and then uh, there's another brother uh, who's he's an artist. Uh, his name is, oh, my God, just because I'm trying to tell you, oh, his name escapes me. Um, uh, anyway, there's, art, there's an artist who illustrated the book, and um, uh, that I'm going to tell you his name in just a few minutes. It'll um, come to you, but that will yeah, come Moisel. back to The it. brother's name is Moisel. His name is Moisel. Oh, Moisel. So, okay. yes, he did these beautiful illustrations in the book. So the book is beautifully um, designed. And um, so we have the uh, artist pictures by Moisel. Then there's the cartoon characters uh, that, that of my hairstyles all over the world. Um, so Gary lent his expertise to the book as well. So both of those brothers, I appreciate them so much. Um, they um, – uh, in, in each part of the book, the endorphin pages are different antidotes of, you know, things that I've shared with Prince, different um, hair products that I've used on him. And speaking of hair products, before Prince passed away, we were coming up with a product line, which I'm definitely going to produce. I'm bringing it to manifestation. It'll be coming out real soon. Uh, so we have a hair product line that's inspired by Prince. The fans are going to love it. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, the packaging is amazing. And I, I can't wait to get it to the, to the masses. It's going to be awesome. awesome. Well, I can't wait because you're going to come right here to the Hair Radio Morning Show and tell everybody all about it. We're just, we're so happy for you. Well, listen, Kim, I want to, absolutely. Well, I also want to find out, you know, some of the uh, actual uh, stylings and things like that. Now, did you go with him, like, during concerts and literally work at the concerts, or were you mainly just at the house on that uh, before he left the house, or how did all that work? Well, when I first started, um, it was the early, um, you know, I graduated after high school and then beauty school. Wow. Uh, I only did stuff when he came to L.A. But oh, okay. uh, as as things progressed, I, I literally became his, his everyday stylist, so I traveled like I was his right hand. Like Prince didn't go anywhere without his hairstylist and his bodyguard, like I said before. So um, I was everywhere with him, every concert. Like people ask me to this day, were you there at this? Were you there at this party? I was at every after party. I was at every concert. I was at every – so for 29 years, if you could imagine – literally all over the world, wherever Prince was, Kim was somewhere in the background. Wow. Now, I yes. just it, it, uh, we're just trying to wrap our brain around that because you're, you're talking about 
uh, being a young person and literally seeing the world. Now, what about some of the other celebrities? Did you uh, was Prince your only client during that period, or did you also uh, do some other hits? Uh, no, um, thank God. Over the time, over the years, I was able to uh, work on. When I would come back to Los Angeles, I had the uh, opportunity. Um, I was good friends with Cat uh, Williams' manager, oh, and Williams. so Cat Williams has been a client of mine for the last ten years. I just did a movie with him called Two Minutes of Fame. It was the most hilarious. Uh, 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 event of my life. There were so many comedians, Sinbad, George Wallace, L- uh, Lunell, uh, Red Grant, wow. Jay Farrow, uh, you name it, um, they were on set. We laughed all week. It was the most uh, hilarious thing uh, that I have ever done. Uh, Meet the Blacks, uh, you know, did Hair with Cat. Uh, every one of his um, uh, comedy shows that you've seen in the last 10 years, that's all Kim Barry's hairstyles on Cat Williams. Um so uh, DJ Quick is a client of mine. Um, Wendy wow. Raquel Robinson, uh, Loretta yes. Devine, um, Tamara Mari. Uh, it, God has just really been in the blessing business. Um, I have been able to touch some of the um, the most uh, beautiful uh, celebrities, and it's been a great journey. It has. It is. It's just. It's, it's just been amazing, and I'm looking forward to what God is, is you know, going to do next. So um, yeah. still working on photo shoots and videos to this day. So I'm still rolling in the industry. But people are like, well, what are you going to do now? Like I was just going to crawl in a hole and die. No, when I met Prince, I was doing hair. When I die, I'm going to be doing hair. So I'm still rolling. I'm like, I tell people, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't, you ain't seen the end of me yet. So don't count me out. God ain't finished with me yet. So it, it, I'm looking forward to what God is, is about to do. So like I said, I have the product line coming out the hair extension line that's going to be coming out uh it, I'm, I'm i'm up to some big things god is god is doing it and, and i'm excited about what he's about to do well i see that you're on the hair radio morning show so we know that you're on to big things and we love yeah, it we uh what i cannot wait to to get into and this is a great time to talk about this we're excited we're excited to have you because we're going to be exploring having you to come back and give us a full series on yes. this amazing life. And um, I want to say it's based on Diamonds and Curls, which is your amazing book. Again, Curls is spelled with a Z. Uh, so when you uh, Google it out there, and Kim Berry is an amazing author out there with this telling and retelling of the stories of her life uh, with Prince for 29 years. That's a long time. So, um, yes, yes you and you talked about some of the uh, different uh, changes along the way, not so much changes, but some of the different experiences along the way that you had an opportunity to have a front row seat, literally, could have been a concert seat, but literally a front row seat to this man's extraordinary life. Was there mm-hmm. any part of it that really kind of, uh, that you you were kind of surprised, you didn't expect Mr. Prince to be that way, you know, so some kind of you might have gone and thinking he was one way and then come to find out he was uh, totally different and maybe in a pleasant way. So anything you want to kind of share with us about any kind of thing like that? Well, um, like I said, he was, a practical, he was a practical joker. Really? Um, people, oh, yeah. He played jokes on people all the time. Um, uh, <laughs> you, if you go back to the Morris Day times, they literally kidnapped some of the band members and, and came out on the stage and played for Morris. Like if you read, I tell everybody, if you read everybody's um, – Stories. If you lined all our books up, yeah. you know, year you'll find out who the man Prince really was. Because he, one thing he, about it, he was consistent. He had his, I call it, you know, asshole moments. <laughs> right. um, he was mean to you. He had his his moments where he was loving. He had his moments where he was hilarious. He had his moments where, you know, it was just an awesome experience all the way around. He felt so, like he was an all around person to me. That's he, he really was. Thing, and most people. Absolutely. Most people, you know, they want to make it like, oh, he floated on a cloud and, you know, he pooed in purple <laughs> dust. No, he was a human being. He was a man. That's what I'm I'm telling about in my book is the humanity side of Prince, that he was a man, that he laughed, that he cried, that he, he, he desired certain things, that he longed for certain things, that he, you know, just like all of us, he put his pants on one leg at a time. And so um, people want to be like, oh, he's this, this, this mystic God. No, he was a human being. 
and he, he hurt, he laughed, he cried, he, he was he was human. And that's what I love about it. Um uh what let me try I'm trying to think of one moment that that uh oh, okay, the Dave Chappelle moment when Dave Chappelle talked about the shirts and the blouses. That yeah. story was absolutely true. <laughs> now mind you, we were all sitting in the kitchen in Paisley Park and so they had just got through, you know, having a, a a recording session in the studio, so the band members, everybody in there, that was our normal thing, everybody hanging out in the kitchen, laughing and talking and eating lunch. And so then on on comes the Dave Chappelle show. And so they do the shirts and the blouses. Now, mind you, everybody in the room is cracking up laughing. And so they're laughing because Prince is the butt of the joke. And so this is a true story that really happened. Charlie Murphy and all the crew right. came and, and played basketball against Prince. Inside Paisley Park, there's a full basketball court. Most people don't know that Prince was a basketball superstar in high school wow. and literally would go out and ball you crazy in his six-inch heels. Do you hear me? Wow. Like he, the boy did not play. He could play some basketball. So anybody that came in Paisley Park was getting challenged to basketball, ping pong, uh, whatever he could whoop you at, you was going to get challenged at it. And so he had a full ping pong table set up in Paisley. He, he, it was awesome all the time. And so, um, uh, the the show came on and I was just cracking up laughing and he's looking at me like that's funny to you Kim I said oh let me straighten up no sir that's not funny I said but come on now you know that's funny and we laughed at Prince so hard that day but it was just so amazing because we all knew it was true that it really did happen and so um <laughs> and, and so it was just awesome to just be around him you know and when he would laugh at you if we was having a bag session and he'd be bagging on people's mamas him and the guys on the on in the band would be going back and forth. Uh, he would read jokes like books on your mama jokes. So he would clown them. He was just hilarious. And so it was funny, especially if he bagged on you and it was funny, he was going to laugh from his gut. Like he would scream. Like it was just so funny. But when it was, he was the butt of the joke, you know, he'd look at you sideways. That's funny to you, Kim. I'm like, Oh no, sir. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. (laughs) He's like, I'm not laughing, Kim. And I was just like, yeah, you know, this funny. I said, so he was just a real dude and it, it was just it was just amazing just to be around him you know and um I just I just love it I just love that I was I had the opportunity to walk alongside that man it was so amazing Tim I have to take you to this part what do you miss most about Prince I really got to say his laugh I that voice um, everybody was like, you know, did he talk really deep? No, well, yeah, he did, but he had the, the, the whisper, you know, especially if somebody was around that he didn't know who was in the room, he would come up behind me and whisper in my ear, who's that to your left? And who's that? I'd be like, okay, that's your lighting director. You don't know who that is. Like, it's so many people on tour, you don't know who it is. But, you know, he, I missed that laugh, uh, the joy that he carried in his heart, um, always joking around, uh, uh, just being a, a all-around uh, funny dude, um, that laugh. I think more than anything, I'm going to miss that laugh. And um, um, the, the the funny faces that he would make, the smirks and the side eyes and, the you know, if somebody was in the room, oh, my God, like him and I would communicate literally by eyeballs. Like, do you see this? Who? Like, do you see what's happening? Do you, you know, and it would be so funny, like the little things that we created over the years, you know, um, him and Maite had a sign language, you know, that they yeah. would speak in. And it was just all kind of stuff that, you know, he created over the years. Everybody in the camp had their own little thing with him, you know, that everybody can speak on. So that's what was just amazing. Like I said, if you line all the books up, you'll, you'll literally learn the different parts of Prince and, and how amazing he was. Well, we are talking about Diamonds and Curls uh, with a Z. Uh, by the amazing celebrity superstar stylist, Miss Kim Berry, the uh, 29-year, uh, you know, hairstylist relationship with Prince, superstar Prince. Uh, this has been something that, to me, I think you, to me, it's kind of unparalleled. I don't think I know of too many folks out there who've been with the uh, celebrity that long. Now, maybe there's yeah. some, but uh, very few stories. So uh, what is your what do what do your family members think now and and also your friends and what how did they react because sometimes friends can be a little jealous sometimes we're going to just put it on out there uh, of the types of uh, things that you were able to accomplish in your life did you ever experience that where some were a bit on the jealous side or no. Um, 
Not really. All my friends were cool for the most part. Like you I had said, real friends. You, yeah, yeah. You you had some people, like I said, that would listen to my stories. I wasn't uh-huh. too many people I could talk to that was outside of the camp. So I, I kept it, you know, real close to the belt. But the few a few people that I did tell different stories of what I was going through or how I experienced life, you know, on the road and you know being with this man. Um, you know, I had a few smart smart Alex, like I said, that would talk crazy and be like, I wouldn't take that off of him. I wouldn't let him say that to me i'm like don't tell me what you wouldn't say or what you wouldn't take i said because like i said you at home sitting on your mama's couch and and i'm literally sitting in you know we went in the ice hotel in switzerland and we traveled on camels uh across the sands in egypt and walked through pyramids and you know i had an amazing life with this guy and so you know it it, it wasn't much that you could share like people didn't even know that it was even me until the camera showed up on my doorstep and interviewed me you know the night that Prince died and the day after Prince died and all these people, I was on 2020 and all these other, you know, uh, fabulous television shows. And people are like, that was you all these years. You know, that was you. I was like, yeah, it was me, you know. And so we collaborated on hairstyles like we collaborated, you know, uh, with his music. And, and you know, uh, so it, it was it wasn't many people that I could talk to. I had to keep it close to the to the belt. And the few people that did know it was me. Um, you know, you know, uh, one of my girlfriends, Shanice Wells, she would tell me all the time, she said, you so humble, you so down to earth, like people didn't know, like you would get off the plane coming from Milan, and then you'd be like, let's go to Kentucky Fried Chicken and get a two-piece, because I was never geeked up, I was never haughty or high on myself, I knew what I did, I knew who I served, I knew who I walked alongside, but for, like I said, most people didn't know that they, like I would be in an elevator one day, it was Lala Anthony, and you yeah. know, a couple other, you know, high-end girls in, in in the in the radio industry, and they were talking about girl Prince changed his hairstyles like I changed underwear, you know. And, and they I was didn't just know like, they, they didn't right even there. know that Prince celebrity Prince Stylist was standing right next to him, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I kept it to myself, and and I just rolled along because Prince was a private person, you know, and. Up until the time of his death, you know, many people didn't know much about him, you know, so I said, there's a lot of people, there's people writing books and stories, telling stories about him that, that didn't even know him. They're talking about the prince that they think they know. So who better to tell the story than the person that walked alongside him directly, you know, and I I got death threats when I decided to write the book and people told me, you don't have any business telling his story, you know, sit down somewhere and be quiet. Why does the little black girl have to sit down somewhere and be quiet? Why can't and she tell her story, but there are people out in the industry that's selling books that's telling their story that didn't know anything about Prince, or they're telling the theoretical part of Prince, but I can tell you directly how he loved and how he spoke and how he thought and how he walked, you know, so why do, why don't I get to tell my story? So finally I stopped living in fear and decided to be the woman and be the person that Prince literally built me up to be. And, and taught me how to be, like I said, he and I grew up together and, and became different people because God placed us in each other's lives. So I tell people, they like, how did you think that you would be been able to be there for so long? It was the God in me that saw the God in him, and he needed that around him. He needed somebody real that wasn't a yes man, that wasn't, you know, he used to call me, you know, his homegirl from the hood. So he used to ask me all the time, what was the pulse in the neighborhood? What were people thinking about his music? What did people think? So I literally had his ear. I literally was able to influence some of the things that Prince did in his music and throughout his career that people don't Are know you about. That Prince you know? would ask you, like, you were kind of like your, you know, the ear to the ground or, or what did they call it? Um, but you knew, you know, he would kind of let you kind of gauge what, uh, or he would use you to gauge what the folks kind of might have thought of him. So Absolutely. What, so he what, would bring like, music into the examples. into the studio. Uh, he would bring music into the studio, and he would play me some of the songs. And you know, he knew if I stood kind of stoic and didn't move, he was you like, "You ain't feeling like that. that." I was <laughs> like, "Nah." And so then he would play a certain a song, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, that's banging. Yeah, that's gonna be a banger right there." So I remember one night we were in the, in, in the hair salon, and we were doing his hair, and he said, "Kim, I need your voice." And I said, "What you mean?" He was like, "I, I said I can't sing." He said, "Don't worry about it. I can make you sound any way I need you to sound." 
I was like, he said, I just need your voice. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So we go into the studio, and he told me what to say. And people don't know that I'm on one of the tracks, Get Freaky, Let Your Head Bob. And I was like, uh, that song to this day is one of my favorite songs of Prince. Get Freaky, uh, Let Your Head Bob. Get Freaky, uh, Get Funky. I was like, that's, and I'm on that track, and people don't even know. And it is so amazing, like, what, I like, gotta. We're gonna play that. We gotta get yes, that song. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I just, I love it. One of my other favorite songs of his is "Face Down." When he brought the the beat in the in the studio, he was like, "Kim, what you think about this beat?" And I was like, "Oh my God, just dope!" And he came in there one night. He was like, "Kim, this is what we gotta do. Go buy me some church hats. Go get me some boas. Go get this." So we got some of the wildest wow. uh, outfits. Me and his wardrobe person ran out to this costume store, brought back all this crazy stuff. So you'll see them in church hats and so I wasn't just his hairstylist I literally was his all-around go-to girl so I worked doing whatever needed to be done in wardrobe and and if it was trash on the floor he'd be like Kim pick it up you know come on now you my girl just let's have my back so there was no I served as a bodyguard sometimes I served as as you know his personal go-to girl so it, it was just amazing you know like people wound up after he passed like how did I wind up with so many of his things because I wasn't just his hairstylist. I literally was his all-around go-to girl. I held the makeup. I held the clothing. I had his shoes. I had his socks. I had his handkerchiefs. So I had to be prepared for whatever he needed. I was the all-around go-to girl. I wasn't just his hairstylist. We left hairstylist-client uh, relationship long after, long you know, uh, way before. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, most people aren't with their 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 lawyers and the doctors for more than twenty plus years, and I outlived everything that uh, went through Prince's life. His his relationships, his his lawyers, his doctors, his everything. I saw him grow into the man that he became, and it was just a, a beautiful journey. And that's what you'll see throughout the book, Diamonds and Curls. I tell people Prince was the diamond and I was the curls of the book. And so that. my book is based on the different facets of a diamond, the cut color clarity and the, you know, the characteristics of a diamond. So all those different chapters, the book is broke down into those chapters and my stories fall in between all of those, the cut of a man, the color of a man, the clarity and what made it made him up to be that person. And so that's how my book is based on the diamond and, and just showing how, you know, uh, Farrakhan gave a quote um, just saying how beautiful the colors that he, he gave off throughout his lifestyle and, and uh, of the diamond. And so that's why I brought that into my book. And so I'm just excited about, like I said, to share my story of who We're this man it. was and, yeah. and, and, and bring, it to the, bring it to the nations bring of, it. of the humanity of Absolutely. who he was, not the celebrity. I'm talking about the man prince. The real prince. Now, right. um, I love what you just said also, that there were items and things that you kind of have. Is there one piece that you have that you can just tell us about, you, you know, just one one piece? Well, that I you have, have one of the, uh, some, the gold iconic, things. yes, the gold iconic outfit that he wore on stage. Uh, whatever Prince had, he had many um, copies <laughs> of because we would that. we would leave stuff behind in 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 arenas we would leave so we always had to have many of the different outfits but I have one up right now to this day that I know that I'll probably wind up keeping is one of the gold outfits that traveled all over the world uh, with him um, and so when I go on my book tour you know coming up uh, that that will be displayed every time I show up so when you see Kim Barry you'll see the gold iconic outfit. Um, that Prince that. wore on stage night after night. Um, now, I wish traveled, I could but, fit into it because yeah, I okay. would certainly try. And he, <laughs> yes, and he was a tiny man. But I'd man. pop it open oh all God. over the place, yeah. Right, right. He was a tiny <laughs> man, and people don't realize yeah. until they see his shoes or they see his clothes of how tiny he really was. He was a, a very small in stature man, but he was bigger than life. You know, he towered in real the, life. Yeah, the, I said the, 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 the prince that sat in my hair salon chair was not the prince that you saw on stage. And the prince that you saw, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, he was humble, he was kind, he was quiet, but then he was loud and he was rambunctious. And, you know, so he had so many different facets to him. That's why the diamond fits him perfectly. You know, when I mm-hmm. characterize him, that he was, it was so much to him, but he was this beautiful star that God created. He used to tell me all the time that he was downloaded by God to bring music to the world and that he knew that this gift was given to him. And, and I tell people that when he died, that when he got to the gates of heaven, that he'll be able to say, God, I left everything you gave me on the stage, you know, because he gave it to them night after night. And it was so beautiful to be able to see live music and see him perform. And, and like he would go out for the, like his encores. He would do five and six encores after a, a two and three hour show and give 10 people, whoever stayed behind, that them 10 people, he would give them a show like it was an arena filled with 70,000 people. Like he was so dope like that. But it was the music and whatever energy you gave him, he was going to give that energy back. And it, it was so amazing to be a part of that and see him rock so many. You know, I would stand on outside of the stage and just see him wave his hand and be like, put your hands up, you know. And one man could rock so many. It was just amazing night after night to be a part of that journey and meet so many different celebrities, Sheila E. and Patti LaBelle and uh, Candy Dolfer and you know, uh, Chance Howard. And I mean, man, it was just so amazing. Mike Phillips to see all these stars. He picked them out, handpicked each one of these celebrities and they became Maceo Parker, uh, Najee, uh, just amazing. And I was able to hang around all these celebrities and be a part of their lives night after night. And it was just amazing. Like I said, that God chose me to be around all of these people and, it was just amazing that the family, you know, lifestyle that we built with these people year after year, um, different celebrities and different people that he built and created. And, you know, Carmen Electra, you know, uh, that I was able to, you know, actually come in contact with and be a part of all people like, did you do the women in his lives hair? Absolutely. Anybody that was hanging around Prince, Kim touched them. You know, Andy Allo, you know, that all these people are now celebrities in their own right. That's right. Um, wow. It was just amazing to be a part of their lives and, 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 you know, now I can tell the story. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I was part of that, you know, and, and, and it was just amazing night after night, like I said, just to be a part of that. Well, let me just say this, Kim. We are looking forward to all of the installments of this book, Diamonds yeah. and Curls, uh, and that's Curls with a Z. Uh, yeah. Your story, it's by Kim Berry. So you definitely want to check it out. Now, how? What are some of the best ways they can find this book? And of course, we're gonna we're gonna kind of get it right here through the Hair Radio Morning Show. Uh, Absolutely. But tell us uh, some of the other ways they can get the book today. Thank you. Yes, you can go to my website. It's www.diamonds. D i a m o n d s and uh, the letter N C U R L Z. So diamonds in curls. Is, is the website. So you can go to my website. You can, it'll take you straight to Amazon. You can get the book there. Um, and, uh, and if you hit me on there and send me an email, I can set it up where we can do a special uh, signing. I can, you know, personally autograph the book for them. Um, so, and then also, like I said, um, coming up, I'll be doing a book tour. So you can uh, stay tuned on the uh, sign up on the website and uh, I'll be coming to a city near you. So you guys look forward to that. Um, I'll well, we're going to bring them. you out to my expo. We have a huge Absolutely. expo in May. Uh, it's the world's first eight-day expo, period. And it's awesome. my very own called HairNationExpo.biz. And we want you to come out here. So we're going to contact your folks and get Absolutely. you scheduled to come out here and do a huge, huge book signing and meet all the fans that you're making today right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Absolutely. It's I would love that. The and then also I'm on Instagram. Uh, uh, Kim Berry on set, K-I-M, Berry, B-E-R-R-Y, on set. Kim Berry on set. So you can find that across all my platforms, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Kim Berry on set, or hit up Diamonds and Curls. If you Google me, you'll find Kim Berry. So just look for me. And, and I, like I said, I'm excited to you know, continue sharing my stories with the world. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to what God has for me next. The product line is coming out. The hair extension line is coming. So I'm excited, and I cannot wait to uh, you know, see the fans again. I hate that 
you know, the world is in, in this episode, you know, right now, but I'm looking forward to seeing the world and I'm looking forward to being back with people. I miss people. I love people. So I'm looking forward to being, you know, being, seeing people again. Well, listen, we've got you now on the Hair Radio Morning Show. And so you're going to be indoctrinated, indoctrinated as a part of the Hair Radio Morning Show family. So we are excited. We're going to keep everybody informed about all of your comings and goings uh, in the business. So uh, we're just so grateful to have you this morning on our broadcast. Anything you want to leave us with today? Any last thoughts? Uh, I just want to say um, don't take anything for granted. Live your life to the fullest. Um, Don't be afraid to step out on faith. You know, um, like I said, I just, you know, happen to be in the right place at the right time. God said that your gifts will make room for you. Um, I, I perfected my craft doing hair um, in beauty school, not knowing that one day I would meet and my first time out the gate, one of the biggest artists in the world, you know, Prince would be my client for 20 plus years. And it was just amazing. So I just tell people, you know, Perfect your craft. Do what it is. Hang around people that are doing what it is that you want to do. Um, be the best at what you do, um, wh- whatever it is, whether it be hair or makeup or um you know, um, get yourself ready, get your website, create your, you know, digital footprint, um, get your website ready, um, get, get everything uh, prepared to get you ready for the time that you never know when God is going to explode you. If you want to be a celebrity stylist, hang around other celebrity stylists, make yourself uh, an assistant, uh, be there, be present in the moment and be in the, where you, where you need to be, um, hang around and rub elbows with people of what you want to do. And 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 just just be a part. Show up, whatever it is you got to do in life. Show up, be a part of it. Um, love God. Keep your prayer life active. And you know, like I said, um, people can reach me at the website uh, www.diamondsandcurls.com. Uh, Kim Berry on set uh, on all the platforms. And I'm just loving life, and I'm just glad to be a part of what God is, you know, going to do through me, for me, around me. And I, I'm just appreciative of you having me on the show. I thank you so much, and I'm it's looking forward to, to to big things. Absolutely. And remember, uh, today's guest, Kim Berry, you guys can also, in addition to those amazing places, our platform, which is the Salon TV Network, we have a wonderful app, which is available in Google Play Store exclusively. And they can go right on and uh, on the app, uh, download it, it's free, and literally connect with our guests. And so it's all right there. So we're so excited. And uh, that will also put you in touch with the amazing Kim Berry. But in the meanwhile, we want you folks to get this book called Diamonds and Curls, and that's with a Z. Again, it's about her amazing, the amazing Kim Berry story, I call it, in her life with Prince, uh, the amazing superstar. We're going to have you back soon to break it all down. We're going we're gonna to do a whole series on this amazing book. This was just a, a little introduction today on our broadcast. I just want to say thank you. You are just an, a joy. And so uh, while, it, while it might seem that uh, you were just doing so many amazing things and you know, helping out a superstar client, it seems to me to to have been kind of the other way around. I see how folks can gravitate towards you. You have something very special that you've shared with us Bless today, you. and that's thank very, you. very clear. So thank you, Kim. Thank you for being with us, okay? Thank you so much for uh, having me. You got it. All right, folks, we've got a lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go, so stay with us. 